Welcome back to the good stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindeke, the good news guy. I've got Robbie sitting next to me today. He's in studio. You know he comes here once a month to give us the good news, bucket list stuff, and get us inspirational. He said I should intro the show as the okay, good, the average good news guy. What did no, you say? No, no, well, that's off the record. No one wants to hear the okay news. Everything's okay. No, let's stick to the good stuff. Everything is just okay. No, everything's great. It's Tuesday. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I absolutely love Tuesdays. I get to hang out with you guys, bring you all the good news, and we've got a jam-packed show for you today. Uh, the show theme, we've come up with a theme for the show. Today is about doing something, because that's exactly what uh, is happening all over our news, right? We've got the universities, um, they're doing something, they're actioning change, they're, they're trying, and whether whatever side you fall on uh, about the universities, they are actually doing something. There's action happening there. Um, we've also got a couple of different stories about men painting nails, action. Uh, we've got a guest who's going to talk to us about building a whole school, action. We'll give you a couple of ideas on what you can do right now to create positive change. And we'll be chatting to the inspirational people behind these things. Uh, like I said, the bucket list guy, Robbie, is in studio. We'll be catching up with all the bucket list stuff, plus do our regular catch-up, reporting on all the news that really matters, focusing on the top five trending good news stories in the world, and our new little segment called Conversations, where we're going to pick up what's happening on social media, the hashtags that are trending right now, so that we can talk about that a little bit. Um, it's like a spanner in the works, Robs. So we don't even know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Just don't Let's know. You just don't know. Um, a little bit later in the show, we've got Kieran, who's from I Am. He uh, will be joining us in studio to discuss a facility that they have built for autistic children in the south of Johannesburg. The closest autistic school is in Parktown, Parktown so it's a little bit far. I would, I would give it about an hour away from the south of Johannesburg. On a good day. On a good day. And um, the way they explain it, having a four-year-old in a car for an hour is incredibly difficult. You add autism to that and it becomes a daily nightmare. So they spent a lot of their time trying to figure out um, if there were schools available that were a little bit closer to uh, to assist their, their child. And, and schools just didn't want to jump on board. They don't have special classes. They don't look after special needs. So they decided to do it themselves. They literally built a school from scratch. Uh, they're opening up in January 2016 next year. And they're going to be in studio to talk to us about that. Plus... We'll be chatting about a new obstacle race, which I'm super excited about. It's happening in two weeks. It's our charity for this week because they are all about charity. If you're into extreme sport, sports, then this is for you. I don't know. Have you done the Warrior and stuff like that? I haven't, but I've done some similar stuff. Okay, so uh, this one's better than anything you've ever done. Apparently so. It's called The Beast. The Boost. Uh, the Boost, yo. And we're going to be talking about it a little bit later. All of their proceeds are going to be going to charity. They're looking after a couple of charities. And the whole aim is to raise money for charity while... Having a flippin' good time and being fit and active. And doing something. Like you should. If you guys want to get involved, if you want to join the conversation and chat about your good stuff, tell us, I don't know, what's going on in your world. Or if you want to talk about the reality of what's happening on in the world, you can get hold of us on uh, cliffcentral.com, myself, Brent Lindeque. You can send messages via official WeChat or give us a call on 0861-555-189. Rob's has actually changed his Twitter. So if you can't find him, it's now, um, the handle is listed livid. Which you'll be very proud, Robbie. That cap started at the bottom of Kilimanjaro. Robbie gave me a cap as a gift. And on the top left, it says Listed Livet because that's his brand. Yo. And um, it went from the bottom of Kilimanjaro all the way to the top and back down again. I was very stoked to see that that... uh 
the logo is going all over the place. Um, so now it's done. Kilimanjaro, it's been to the Amazon, it's been to the Andes, and yeah, if there's anyone doing some cool stuff, I'll gladly give them a cap and they can take it somewhere awesome. Yeah, it was flipping cool. We, um, the, the whole Kilimanjaro trip was a little bit crazy. We, uh, when I got to the top, that cap that you gave me was, you get condensation that happens along the route. So when I was climbing that final evening, morning-ish up the little mountain, um, my cap froze. The whole thing was like a block of ice on my head. It was and it flipping looks cool. Awesome in photos. It does. No, it had like little ice things on it's it. It's official hardcoreness. Absolutely crazy. How you been, Robs? What's been cracking? Oh, it's been amazing. Um, I just got back from the Bergenbush mountain bike ride. Yeah. Two well, days through. If you thought nothing happens in Winterton, you're absolutely right, except for. A couple of mountain bike races that happened. Um, Spionkop, I think it's where the devil lives because they yeah. made us ride up this hill at like a million degrees. Wow. And then down, which was amazing. And you get to the bottom and you're addicted to mountain biking. Um, absolutely beautiful. Great way to see the country. And yeah, other than that, just uh, seeing some awesome people. I spoke for the Cape Union Mart Bunch. They're all about the adventure starts here, and they were full of energy, and that was awesome. I'm chatting to the Jobo guys today, this afternoon, after here. Super rad. That company, wow. that company is so flipping clever. Yep. Kilimanjaro is one cost, or climbing is one cost. You've got like the, the, the trip that you're paying for. There's maybe flights involved, bit of travel. There's some dollars for tipping money, whatever the deal is. Then there's the kit. Gadoomph. Yeah. It's super. I mean, they... You know. and, and you can't have enough kit, you know. Mm-mm. I had to sort of hold myself back when I was when I was shopping for Kilimanjaro <laughs> because you do you you see these really really cool different items, jackets, pants, this that this that. There's so much that you could buy. Luckily uh, for the Kili climb, you got that 15 kilogram limit limit that you can take. So that stopped me from buying literally the whole of Cape Union Mall. It's mountain porn. Mountain porn. That's a hashtag go. mountain porn. Just to put it into perspective, at my house, I've converted the base of a double bed into a gear storage flat cupboard, basically. So that's just gear, bags, jacks. You can't have enough. You no, really I can't. I've, um, yeah, the space, I've got like this cupboard underneath my stairs. And that's now officially become my adventure cupboard. Excellent. So like the bike helmets are in there and the bicycle helmets are in there, um, th- some sporting stuff and then all my hiking gear. It literally takes up that whole thing. Jackets, shoes, pants, Brilliant. bags, the whole toot. Um, best thing I ever did. It's, uh, if that's not on your bucket list, I'm telling you now to put it on and go climb Killy. It was absolutely phenomenal. So there's nothing you regret? No. Okay. No, I'm, I'm sorry I hesitated there. The answer is actually no. <laughs> I had the greatest time. During the process, I may have hated it a little bit, and um, I questioned what the hell I was doing, because it is, you, you get to spend a lot of time in your head, uh, but met the most phenomenal people, um, had the most incredible experience on that mountain, and um, and got to got to know myself again. I was pretty much up there in my own head, and you, you get a lot of time to spend with yourself. Uh, the, the human mind and body is just absolutely phenomenal when you decide to do something show theme for today you can do it like we literally you can do whatever you set your mind to which is just the the greatest thing uh, i'm sure you'll agree is one of the, the mountains on the side of Kili is mount mawenzi and when you get there this towering monster 
is above you, and you think, uh, how am I ever going to get? And that's the smaller of the two sisters. And um, just is that the jaggedy one? Yeah. So yeah. we slept under there. Uh huh. We slept under the and at night. I've taken a couple of photos. It was so daunting because as the sun went down, it kind of felt like the hills have eyes. It's this huge jaggedy mountain. Just looks like shattered glass. And there's caves all in the side of it. And there's you with a couple of people in some tents. Like you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And mad, then on mad, summit mad. morning, as the sun starts to come up, you're looking down on it and you automatically go, holy hell, where am I now? You know, and the, the human body is amazing. You, you go, there's no way I'll do it. Oh, wait, I did it. And the next day comes along and you go, oh, look what we just did. And before you know it, you're standing on top of the highest point in Africa. Well done, Brent. Thank you, boy. And yes, if, uh, if you haven't thought about it yet, go do some Googling. Uh, I'm busy writing a blog. Um, <laughs> I've entitled it A Million Ways to Die on Killy, but it's a joke. Um, <laughs> because it, it, it's, it's such an experience and there's so many things that you learn along the way. Uh, so I'm going to be publishing that soon. Uh, a couple of things. Um, have you been into Sandton with this Eco Mobility Week? No, first time it's going to be this afternoon. It's not too bad. Um, I do I do CNBC on a Friday night, which is pretty much down the road from the car train station. So I made a decision to drive to a car train station, park my car, train myself into Sanson, and then walk down to CNBC. And I cannot tell you how liberating that was. Um, there are thousands of people on the roads. Everybody's walking, bicycles. It kind of feels like you're in Europe. Yeah. And I think... It's not a bad thing. I think, I mean, if you guys, if you're listening right now and maybe you're stuck in that traffic, I want to know how you feel about it. If you're going into Sandton every day, what is that like? For me, I, I feel like it's very first world and I feel like it's a good decision to try and cut back on traffic. Absolutely. You chat to a lot of people and they go, oh, London, everything just works. And you get on a tube and you pop out here and you, you can walk one or two blocks to wherever you have to go. And then the opportunity pops up in South Africa and we went, oh, it's never going to work until you try it. Okay, we're 20 days in and it works. Like people, I haven't seen anyone, uh, I haven't seen too much complaining about it. Yeah. It, it hasn't been too bad. If you plan correctly and you, you make your way to where you need to go, it's not a problem. Like you can do it. Yeah. Make that decision to embrace it. Make it, make it, make it. Rugby. Um, did you watch the Ruggers on Saturday? Yeah. We were at the Bergenbush event. 3,000. Guys, in a big marquee with six big screens, yeah, I had no choice but to see it. Was it, I mean, that must have been, I, I watched it with friends of ours just at our house. There were a couple of us, super chilled, bry. I could imagine that if you were in a pub or in that sort of environment, it must have been electric. Yeah, it, it was mind-boggling. I mean, I'm not the world's biggest rugby fan. Everything I do know about rugby, my wife has taught me. Um, That's very that, funny. <laughs> that being said, I, ha- I have to go to Ellis Park on Saturday to watch the, the, apparently the Lions. Um, okay, yeah, well, but don't say apparently. You're mind-boggling. A, you're a Joburg boy. Like we support Lions through and through. We're from Joburg. That's how it rolls, right? I'm a Joburg boy, but I'm not a rugby boy. Oi! I, my theory up until now has been: give everyone a ball, there will be less fighting. Hey. <laughs> We should try that with the university students. <laughs> Say what? Uh, All right. So the, um, this show today is about doing something. And the reason why I chose it is because, you know, there's all these things that you can do. Um, Rob's from a bucket list point of view, if you want to create positive change, what can we do? What can we do right now? Let's do something. I always say, you know, big. you've always said change one thing. Yeah. And I always say one small little change will have a massive result. Do something. Um, just on, on the side, St. John's Ambulance, their 
motto for I don't know if it still is, but for a while it was do something because people don't don't know do I do this then that is it compressions and breath just do something and it'll help. Um, do something I don't know take up a hobby, uh, take the stairs instead of the escalator. Before you know it, you're going to have more around the legs and less around the bum. That's a clever one. I had a mate when I was at Varsity who always used to say, uh, "Take the stairs and take the salad." That was that was his two <laughs> things. So if you if you get to a building and there's the option of escalator stairs or elevator, just take the stairs. It gives you a little bit of a workout, even if it is just five minutes. And whenever you sit down for a meal and that waiter goes, "Would you like chips, baked potato, rice?" Vegetables or salad, always take the salad. Take the salad. I like that. Take the stairs, take the salad. Take the stairs, yeah, take the salad. Yeah, I mean, I've got a thing. I say when there's stairs, I take the stairs. Because um, after my accident, I had a climbing accident, I don't know if you know. Um, <laughs> well, well, Rob's, I mean. 11 you, months in a wheelchair, one chair was an impossible. I mean, one stair was an impossibility. So now, when there's stairs, I take the stairs. Always take the stairs. Because it's I'm, fun. I'm sure our listeners do know, but for those that don't, uh, I have Rob's on the show for a number of reasons. And I think the first is we actually grew up together. We did like Boy Scouts when we were little chops <laughs> uh, many, many years ago. But I mean, Rob's, your story is unbelievably inspirational. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's, 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 didn't, they didn't say it would be easy, but they said it would be worthwhile. And yeah, that story is a big part of what I do today. Well, 100%. It's, it's all about inspiring other get people. Get up and do something. And you do it naturally. You're, so just to give a recap, you, had an accident how many years ago seven years ago seven years ago you had an accident and doctors thought you would never walk again well yeah everything from under my knees was a little bit of a mess um tendons were broken and and yeah it's a bit of a bowl of cornflakes and um over time and lots of surgery and physio and enough x-rays to make my pee glow in the dark um yeah you get up and you move to crutches and then you can walk funny and what i always say is if you can walk funny you can run funny and if you can run funny you can start to train for something I love that. And uh, yeah, just do something. Not everyone's going to be a, a marathon runner. I'll never run the comrades. I've come to terms with that. But, you know, um, what about walking? We live in South Africa. Apparently, we have 360 days of sunshine a year. Buy a pair of hiking shoes. Or better yet, do it in your tackies. Uh, yeah, you can do something. You don't have to sign up for a four-year contract at the gym. Just go and do something. Buy a mountain bike. Yeah. Or just borrow a mountain bike. Borrow a mountain bike. There's so many people who buy bikes and they never use them. They just sit there. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The best place to buy a bike is second hand. Totally. A lot of people Yeah, yeah, do something. I mean maybe yoga lattes, Pilates, yoga, I don't know, Bikram yoga, they were chatting about it just now. Maybe that's not for you, but there is something. You know, you can't say you like salad until you've tried them all. Totally. I, I last year, so they have the cycle challenge in Johannesburg every year. And last year, about a week before the cycle challenge, I was talking to a mate of mine, uh, and I said to her, what are the chances, I don't know, that your team, uh, might have an extra ticket? This is like a week before. <laughs> and I hadn't really climbed on a bicycle in a long time. And she said, well, funny enough, we actually do have an, a spare, uh, what would you call it? Like a spare registration? Uh, entry, yeah. Entry. Uh, would you like to take it? And without a doubt, I'm a yes man. I'm all about action. And I thought it's, it's fun. It's fitness and it's for charity. Just do it. Like just do something. So I agreed. Um, I trained for a whole hour before, <laughs> before I had to go cycle. It's like 95 kilometers, uh, that you have to cycle. 
And um, and I went and I did it. And I had th- such a jewel. It was really cool. You stop at the water points. It's really festive. Um, there were people along the way who do make it festive. So, like, you can get off your bike and go down a water slide. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, there's a stand every year where they, they give you free tequila. Who knows who it is? But they give you free tequila sort of at the halfway mark you have. So, they, they make it really fun. And it's super festive. And I decided to join th- this team. That team last year had maybe, I don't know. Pick a number, 18 riders. So there were 18 riders that went with the group. Because they are so fun and festive, it's for Pendy Angels. I've had Sharon on my show a couple of times. Because they're so fun and festive, we now have 60 riders. And I guarantee next year it'll be double that. Well, most probably. And it is. We raise money. We have fun. I mean, um, some of the mates have gone above and beyond. Danny, one of my friends, went out and she decided, I'm, I'm not just going to raise a little bit of money. I'm going to do a whole quiz evening where I'm going to just raise money for this this charity. We're going to put it back in the charity and all the while having fun. So it's, it's a super fun group. That's cool. And we, on Saturday, <laughs> Saturday we went out for a ride again. Just say yes. They were like, let's do it. Wake up at five. Go to the cradle. Do a bit of a ride. And uh, you feel better for doing it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I always say um, if you have fun, you've already won. So don't worry about the prize money. Don't worry about what bike you've got. If the kit matches, just get on the bike pedal and, and you'll make, be the winner at the end. Make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Some other things. Uh, we'll get into doing something a little bit later in the show. Uh, I want to focus on what's happening on social media right now. So I'm going to go onto my Twitter and I'm just check the Twitter feed. Clickety click. Clickety click. Um, so top four, we'll just take four. Top four hashtags that are currently being spoken about. The first at the top is Oscar Pistorius. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay, this is the good stuff. So we need to find the good stuff in what we're talking about. Can't focus on first thing sort that of the comes bad to mind. Thing. Who are we to judge? The judge made, made, did her job, made the decision, whatever that is, whether you agree with it or not. He's done his time. He's going into, I guarantee it's not going to be a walk in the park for him the next couple of years anyway. And the outcome's still the same. And I don't know. My life didn't change too much. Well, that's, I think that's the thing, right? Yeah. And you've just hit the nail on the head. The normal Joe Bloggs who was following this, we can call it like a series. It's like a TV series. TV series that we had online. Next week on Oscar. So as you were following it, you may have been gripped into the story. But did your life actually change? If you didn't know um, Reva personally, if you weren't part of that, you know. And the the law system, I mean, there was this huge media hype, which is just continuing around him. In in the studio today, in the studio lounge, there's a big screen up and you can actually watch everything that's going on um, because the media are having a field there. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, it's not our, it's not our place to judge. There's, there's the law that's involved. There's the judges that are there and, and the case is ongoing. So even though he's been released and he's under house arrest, um, they're still fighting for another court date. They want to go through all the material again. So it hasn't ended. It's not the, it's not the last time that we'll see this. Uh, but apparently Twitter is <laughs> tweeting. Yeah. I, I don't know. Hey, it's, it's on and it's happened. It's, it's one thing to be informed and aware of what's going on around you, but, don't don't let it ruin your day. I mean, yeah. Unless yeah. your surname is Pistorius, it doesn't directly affect you. Don't let it put a cloud above your day. 
Agreed. And that's, I mean, that's the top trending story right now, which is just insane. The next one is, it's a variation. So there's Steli's fees must fall, uh, Vitz fees must fall, fees must fall. This has been in our news since last week and the protests are just getting more and more crazy. Um, and I don't know what side you're on. Maybe, maybe you think that these kids, are, they should be protesting, but they should be doing it in a little bit more less aggressive way. Maybe you feel it's absolutely ridiculous that they're protesting. My take on it is, um, who developed the education system that people had to pay from the start? Like yeah. that, that scenario and the way that it was set up was maybe wrong. And, and maybe, maybe just putting it out there, education should be free and we should be edu- educating as many people as we can. If we educate our citizens, they are, will be able to be entrepreneurs, go make jobs, change our economy. And instill more money into the economy. So it changes the way you look at stuff. The aggression, maybe not great, but wouldn't you be angry if you were third year or second year and you had one year to go and all of a sudden you know, A, that you can't afford to go to university next year and B, that career that you always dreamed of is sort of just falling out of your hands. Yeah, falling into the cracks. Yeah. I, I, so last week I, um, when I did my Friday night social media catch up on, on CNBC, I didn't, so I didn't have much of a, I, I was sort of sitting on the fence because I hadn't really invested a lot of time in the story. I had been watching it on Twitter a little bit, but I didn't really focus on it because I'm 30 and I've studied and it's over and mm. I'm sort of in the working field. So it doesn't affect, I didn't believe it affected me. I met some of the kids at the studio and I was sitting and chatting to them. And boy, these kids are angry because they want change. They they want to be able to study. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that that's good. Provided provided that they get the chance to do it or the right to education, provided they observe the responsibilities they have then. Because it's one thing to say, yes, free education for all, but don't squander it then. Make sure you make the absolute best out of that opportunity. Yeah, you know what? Eh? These kids, that sounds so cliche. Worst thing ever to say. Kids are our future and they need to go out there and make positive change. Yeah, yeah. But what about all the bad things about empowering the whole country, Brent? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, people have got it. <laughs> Different a, conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I, I also, I, I studied back in a long time ago. Um, and yeah, it wasn't easy for me though. I worked at restaurants, Rattlesnakes Diner, if you don't even remember that. I do actually remember Rattlesnakes. Three o'clock in the morning, driving home, trying to keep my eyes open to pay for supplies. I studied graphic design. And And you know what? There are, there are thousands, because I'm in the same boat. I worked two jobs during university. I used to like work at a clothing store and then leave the clothing store and go work at a waitering job and then leave that and fit varsity in in between. And it was just, it was really, it was really crazy. Imagine I didn't have to do all that work. And I could have just focused on my studies. I was probably wouldn't. Would you have? No, because no. then you've got too much time on your hands. You're still Brent Lindekey. Too much time on your hands. Too much. All right. Something that, uh, that's pretty cool. We don't even have to find a good side on this. Uh, Star Wars is, is trending. They released the official poster yesterday. So I'm not a big Star Wars fan. Like I'm not a, the biggest. I know there's a yeah. lot of people out there that are passionate about Star Wars, but they released the poster yesterday and the, uh, I went and did a bit of research. Apparently the whole, idea behind the poster is huge because it comes from the first movie. They still create the posters in the same sort of way. Same format. Same format. And people collect these things and they really, really love it. Um, Two main features that are missing off of this poster that have been on every single other Star Wars poster 
is drum roll Luke Skywalker and that the Princess Leia, the leading lady. Yes, they're not on the poster. Hmm. So it's almost as if, and it's just me dissecting this. It's a reboot. They they're rebooting with new characters. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot of uh, surprises in store for a lot of people. Ho- well, you can only hope so. Yes. Then last night they released the official trailer, which is the final trailer before the movie releases in December. And the trailer looks pretty epic. Like, I would go watch that. Absolutely. It's it's all sort of Star Warsian and the Star Wars planes and Death Stars and there's Darth Vader's skull at some point <laughs> and then they've got their laser to la- shoot whatever it's called. Lightsaber. Lightsabers. Right. Lightsabers. And uh and then they've got all the cool robots, like that one that you can buy, the BB eight or whatever. Oh, so yes. they've got those in there as well. It looks cool, it looks fun. Uh Twitter and social media is a buzz with Star Wars. Everybody's excited. They've started a ticketing system that you can purchase tickets now in America. America to go to the opening and i think they're like keep selling out every day just keep selling out brilliant clever marketing <laughs> super clever yes. um the the last thing that i want to talk about is something that happened on sunday so it's still trending she's done a great job adele uh the singer from the uk during the x factor performance on sunday um they went to an ad break and during the ads normal ads Here's your buy your stay soft or whatever ads go in there. Yeah. Uh, the screen went black. Someone started singing who sounded like Adele. There were words on the screen um, that were the words that she was singing. And at the end, they did those ellipsis dots. So it was just three dots, like to be continued, right? Yeah. Social media went crazy. Uh, everybody got really excited. Uh, everybody's excited for the album to come out. And at the same time, uh, the lead singer of Ryan, of One Republic, Ryan Tedder, he tweeted and all he tweeted was Adele with a smiley face. What, what f- surfaced the next day, which was Monday, was that Ryan has actually, um, produced her album. Okay. So it's pretty rad. I've got the song here. So I'm going to play it. It's just 30 seconds. Uh, but give it a listen and tell me what you think. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go over everything. They say the time's supposed to heal you, but I ain't done much here. And that's it. Like, that's all she did. Flippin' clever marketing. If you want everyone to listen, whisper. Exactly. She, it was done so tastefully. Just 30 seconds of wowness. And, um, and you know, she got social media buzzing. It's day three. I'm, I'm sure it's, it's not going to disappoint. No, that she's still, she's still trending. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of what's happening on social media. This is the good stuff. And, um, Rob's, you ready with uh, our top five stories? I uh, so am. Okay, so our top five good news stories. <laughs> You've got to wait for the intro, boy. Oh, bro. <laughs> All right, cool. We're there. We're there. Cool. Can I go yet? Go for we it. We need like a red flag or something. Cool. So number one, if you see men with a painted fingernail, here's a hitting me. He has a hidden meaning for it. Okay, so super rad. This is something that happened um, overseas. But our guys in South Africa have already picked up on it. We interviewed um, Sebastian and some of the Panda crew who, uh, they just do really cool stuff in South Africa. The Panda crew jump on board. They help people uh, with, with schools and housing. I mean, their projects are endless. They're a group of young, inspirational uh, girls and guys that get together together 
to help the community. That's basically what they do. The story broke, um, and, and it's around the world. Men have been spotted walking around with these single fingernail painters. So just one. You don't even have to choose which. It can be any. It could be your thumb. It could be your pinky. You paint your single uh, fingernail, and the reason for that is to acknowledge um, children's sexual abuse internationally. So basically, you're going, I know it's happening. I don't agree with it. And I'm here to support you. And they're hoping the, the guy that started it, the, uh, the first man behind the movement to paint his nail and pass the idea is Elliot Costello. He met a little girl who told him the story. And while they were busy speaking about it, she was painting her nails. And then she painted his nail. And he made a promise to her that he would keep his nail painted to just raise awareness. And Brilliant. this has become a viral trend that everybody's doing it. And now... It's called hashtag polished nails. And uh, the whole idea behind it now is that if a kid sees you with this, they'll know that you just are there for them. That's so awesome. What sticks out for me is here's a bunch of guys that said, let's do something. Something bad's happening. Let's do something. Let's do something. Let's make Let's positive change. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, I take my hats off to the Panda crew. Uh, they're a really cool bunch of guys and girls. And um, they're all over social media at the moment as South Africans that are supporting this cause. Brilliant. So if you want to do something right now, uh, walk over to a colleague in your office. Hopefully they've got nail polish there. And ask them to paint one of your nails so that you can raise awareness about something you don't agree with as well. There we go. What do we have next? Number two, a 75-year-old army veteran saves 16 children from a knife attack in a public library. Crazy. Yikes. You know, this violence in America, guns, knives, whatever else is going on, it's rife. Like, it's all over the place. And this old man, 75 years old, 75 years young, was at the, the library when this all went down. There was a crazy person who, who blocked off the door. Uh, there were 16 children and a ha- there were a handful of mothers and um, that were inside the library and he was threatening to kill everybody. And this veteran just, he went into like hero mode. And but he avoided basically another Columbine situation. This person was out for a mass killing and he did something. He did something. I need to do something. That was his reaction. Hashtag make the change. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, good story. The next one up is Brewer Wow's Italian crowd with a 21... Hold on, let's just read this slowly. With a 21-kilometer swim for South African charity. Yeah. So, yes, Karina Brewer. Yes, she's from a, a, a group called Sterling EQ. They do a whole bunch of beautiful music. They're quite well known internationally as well as locally. And she was in Italy for this charity, um, charity swim. It was about 2,000 swimmers that were doing anywhere between 800 meters to a maximum of six kilometers to raise awareness, to raise charity, to sort of raise money. Um, and she decided to just do a whole lot more. She was like, I'm going to keep going. I'm raising charity for my charity that I believe in. And the maximum is six kilometers. I'm going to add 15 kilometers to that and keep swimming. I don't know if you've swam before. Once or twice. A kilometer is far. I know. I know. Um, and, and it's scary. Everyone, you know, I, I'm, I've, I got hooked into the whole triathlon thing as well. And with Ironman, it's a, it's a 3.8 K swim. In the sea, and that is daunting. There are people puking on the beach with nerves before the race goes off. 21 kilometers. I know 
nine-tenths of the population have never run 21Ks. This woman just swam it. She just swam it. And, and she didn't have to. She was doing it for charity. The Italian crowd went mad. They were wild. It was crazy. Brilliant. Uh, she just, you know, she's raising the South African flag so high by hashtag doing something. Absolutely. Um, you know what sticks out for me with this story is, first of all, if you look at the photos, they're a Sama winning group, okay? A bunch of musicians. So they're good at that. She jumps in the water and she's good at swimming. And then when you look at the photos, she's very easy on the eye as well. So not she's, one yeah, person beautiful. has only got one talent. We can all do a whole bunch of stuff. So get up and do something. Do something. What do we have at number four? Number four. Oh yeah, I've lost my place. I'm fine. <laughs> Microchip helps find missing cat after a year. A whole 365 days. A cat that went missing on Mother's Day uh, has just been reunited with his family thanks to a microchip in Durban. She went missing. It's actually longer than a year. It was 18 months ago. Um, and her owner from Hillcrest, they, they'd searched. They put up the posters. They've tried to get hold of them. And they'd sort of come down to the fact that they'd lost it's their cat. Game over. Yeah. Their, their, their cat was gone. Um, but they, that didn't happen. The, the microchip, she got picked up, a little microchip that goes into the neck of your animals. They scanned it. They found exactly who she was, where she was, what she needed to do, and they got hold of the owner. So it just proves if you love something and you let it go and it comes back, it definitely is meant to be. <laughs> hey? That's, that one's meant to be. Well, for sure. That for cat's sure. name's got to be Lucky. Well, it should be now. They should change the name. Just one correction in your story there. It's not Hillcrest. It's Hullcrest. Oh, you got to say it like that. Sorry. There are no vowels in Quasilindersal. So sorry. So sorry. What do we have as our top story? Number five. The Wallabies' Adam Ashley Cooper helped dying friend tick off bucket list item at the Rugby World Cup. Okay, so we are all about the Rugby World Cup. We're all following it at the moment. It's super exciting. Um, Ashley Cooper, who plays for the Wallabies, decided to bring one of his long-term friends out of a hospital ICU and bring him to the game. It was one of his, his bucket lists that he wanted to do. Um, he got him in a private suite up in the stands. And, um, and as soon as the game finished, he left the team and ran straight through the stands to go and spend time with his mate in the box. Um, when, you've got, when you've got the resources and you're able to help someone, hashtag do something. Absolutely. Um, one of the, the pillars of all knowledge... Pinterest. I saw a brilliant post the other day. It said, who are the people you love? What are the things that matter? And what are you doing about it? And this is just something cool. I mean, he made this guy's, I would say, day, week, life by putting him in the stands. And just, you know, can you imagine the electricity and the, the, how special that was? Absolutely. Just mind-blowing. And all he did was take a mate to a rugby game. Man. That's so cool. Miracles happen when you do something. Flippin' love it. All right, so this is the good stuff. I'm going to post all these stories on cliffcentral.com and you can uh, you can just go over to my page on cliffcentral.com and you'll be able to read these stories in depth, watch the videos, really get into touch with the stories. This is why we bring them to you. We want to share, share the good stuff, share the inspirational stories. Uh, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. At Sibanye Gold, we believe leaders are made, not born. We also believe we can create a sustainable legacy by helping to develop tomorrow's leaders today. Which is why we have partnered with the Leadership Platform to nurture leaders who are committed to growing our country's economy. We are proud to say it's an initiative that's already showing glittering results. Sibanye Gold, we are one. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff.
Our weekly grace, our inspiration for this week is Kewan from I Am. Who's I Am. In, yes. I Am. Who's in studio to chat about what he has decided to do to make a bigger change for himself and his community. Welcome to The Good Stuff. Thanks very much, Brent. It's great to have you here. Um, my show is, I mean, our listeners know, it's all about the good stuff and we try to bring good news stories, but also we try to highlight really inspirational people, whether they're South African or international, that are doing amazing things. And I believe, your story got sent to me by Gareth. Uh, he passed it on. And I just believe you guys have taken a challenge and you've, you've just gripped it with both hands and you've gone, actually, I'm going to do something and I'm going to make a change, not just for myself, but for everyone around us. Uh, what exactly you, so let's start off at the beginning. You're going to be opening up a school in yes, 2016. Pretty much. That's what we're doing. And, and the school's going to be based in the south of Johannesburg. Yeah. And the reason for that is because the schools that your child, that your child would need to go to is too far. Correct. So my daughter is four years old. Her name is Alsha and she has autism. She's moderate to severe on the autistic spectrum. And since her diagnosis, we have really struggled with access to services, uh, but primarily education. There are two autism specialist schools in the whole of Gauteng. That is um, government schools, at least. Two, and they look after the whole of Gauteng. Yes, from a public schooling point of view. So there are private schools, um, but obviously, besides the costing, um, a lot of them are in the northern suburbs um, of Johannesburg. And we are based in Alberton, and there's just nothing within an hour's drive for us. So we drive an hour to school every day in peak traffic. And for any four-year-old, that's pretty difficult for an autistic four-year-old. Um, it's, we, we really struggle. So we have fights, we have meltdowns, uh, we have to get up super early, which she doesn't like. So what we, what we wanted to do then is start looking at a way that we can maybe set up something in our area. Uh, so what we did, my wife started contacting schools in the area saying, would you be willing to open up an autistic class? We can help with specialists. We can, we can use our network to get people in. We approached, um, you know, the Curo group because there's a Curo school there and there just wasn't any kind of movement in that space. I'm going to ask you why, why do you think that is? Like when, when it's important to look after the community and, and you're not just a small percentage. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of kids that can benefit from this and, and schools, I mean, they should be there to look after the kids, right? Yeah, I think I think part of the reason is that autism as a disorder is quite specialized and from an education point of view requires quite a lot. So, you know, if you take the Department of Education, they've got like a multiplier that they um, put on their funding based on the nature of the special needs. So, you know, uh, whatever, you can get two or three times the funding of a normal kid um, for the special needs, autism is the highest classification. It gets six times the resources. Yeah. So it's a very resource intensive disorder to treat. And also there's just not a lot of knowledge around it. Um, so, you know, when, when you're looking at your development plan, um, as a school, you're probably going to move into a lot of other areas before you start moving into something as specialized as autism. Wow. I think that must have added to the problem. I mean, I, what background are you from? I'm guessing you've never put a school together. Before. No, definitely not. <laughs> and I think that's that's pretty awesome. And um, it must be tough to build something and try and get a, an idea across that not many people even know about. Absolutely. So, um, 
we we are very blessed in that we've got amazing set of friends around us. So w- what we've done is from a parent's point of view in terms of um, parenting somebody on the autism spectrum, we've learned a lot. We've investigated in educational methodologies and best practices. We've linked up with friends overseas. We've got a friend in the States who has recently visited us and brought all sorts of materials because they've got a very inclusive system where the district, in fact, supports the schools to set up special needs classes in all the schools. And they've got fantastic systems in the States, and he brought lots of materials over. So from a teaching point of view, from a therapy point of view, we've hooked up the professionals that really understand and know autism. And from an education point of view, in terms of running a school, um, our partners in this endeavor, Greg and Carla, they are amazing, and they, they, they know how to run a school. So they kind of do the running the school part. We do the autism part. Brilliant. Absolutely incredible. Your school, okay, so it opens in January 2016. January 2016. Have you already got a couple of parents that have enrolled their kids? Yeah, so what we're doing is this Thursday, 22nd of October, we've got a parents information evening. So all the people that have contacted us um, to ask for more information, we're just having a briefing session where we're going to talk about the school and take enrollments there. That is going to be at 6.30, St. Paul's United Church, uh, which is behind the Mulbarton Hospital in Mulbarton, at 6.30 on Thursday. So anyone who is interested, you can still come along to that. Um, the target age group, which I haven't mentioned yet, is age 3 to 6. So we're starting at the ECD phase, and we're hoping to grow organically into the other ages as well. Absolutely Brilliant. incredible. I think, yeah. I think what you're doing is phenomenal. Um, and... It's about doing something. It really is. It really is. And, and, and part of it as well, the name I am, it comes from, there's a saying that says two of the most powerful words is I am because what you put after him shapes your reality. And for something like autism to say I am autism um, is, is a statement of empowerment. And it's saying, you know, I will not be ashamed. I will not. This is, this is who I am. But it's also taking it and saying I can be more. I can be anything. So it's I am and then. There's a space for you to put what you want there so that you can be whatever you want. And we want to create the space for little autistic kids to be able to be who they want to be because currently that's not possible. Yeah. I think it's absolutely phenomenal what you're doing. Uh, just to let us know, how do people get in touch if they want to, if they want to get a bit more information? Cool. Perhaps they can't come to the evening. Um, how do they follow what you guys are doing? Sure. I've got a cell phone number for the school. It's 072. 072- Seven five six five double zero five, and you can call at any time, and we'll give you anything you need. You can speak to Bronwyn; she'll be on that line, um, and she's the one that will. That's my wife. She's the, the the powerhouse behind this whole initiative. I'm the mouthpiece. She's the power. <laughs> she's the engine. Absolutely incredible. I'm going to post all of these links online so that people can also get hold of you. Thanks, and Brent. hopefully we can create a real change and, and assist you in any way that we can to create this positive change for kids. Because, again, cliche, kids are the future. And you're giving them a platform to be able to empower themselves. Absolutely. That's the plan. Cool. Very exciting. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks, Thank you Kim. very much for being on the show. This Thank is you. the good stuff. <laughs> More of the good stuff. Cliffcentral.com
Wow, time flies by so quickly when you're having a good time. I can't believe it. It's already 10 to 11. What? How'd that happen? All right, but it is 10 to 11, and that means it's our hashtag give a lot. Uh, the charity focus this week is an organization called The Beast. Beast. And you need to be involved with this. It's happening on the 31st of October. It's a flippin' cool day. Like, I'm excited about it. Um, it's an obstacle course challenge. So, I mean, I brought it up a little bit earlier on. Uh, I've done a couple of them. I've done like the Warrior and I've been involved in the MP, but none of them have such a huge focus as to giving back, which is what I'm all about, right? For sure. If you can have fun and do good at the same time, go have fun. Correct. So, uh, you can find all the information on beastchallenge.co.za, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown because Robbie and I, during that song, we sort of just had a... An idea. To do something. To do something. <laughs> so, yeah, there are three levels. The first is called the Tame Beast, which is um, plus minus five kilometers. Uh, the second is called the Wild Beast, which is plus minus ten kilometers. And the final one is called the Savage Beast, which is plus minus fifteen kilometers. And it's the, the hardest one. That's, that's the trickiest one that you're going to sort of have to do. Counter. Yeah. So I think with, if we want people to do something, let's not um, throw them in the deep end. No. Um, so the wild beast, 10 Ks, very doable. Okay. The prize money is probably long gone if we, uh, I'm, I'm not exactly, you know, Lance Armstrong here. But I'm competitive though, Robs. You got to remember this, this kid right here. I'm when, right behind you all the way, buddy. When I decide to do something, I wholeheartedly <laughs> do it, right? Cool. Then, then I'm with you. Okay. So the wild beast, 10 kilometers. Let's put in a good stuff team. Good stuff team. I think we're going to do a good stuff team. For all of Ooh, our listeners. hand just went up outside the other side of the window. We have a hand Okay, we've got, we got one person. Jason Van Berg is in. He's going to be doing the good stuff. So he's part of the good stuff team. Ben Kopinski, we're just going to register him anyway. He'll be part of the, the good stuff team. If any of our listeners want to be part of our team, it's the 31st of October. It's happening in Mulder's Drift, a place called The Wedge. Um, our one will start at 8 a.m. It's not early. No, we'll be fine. 8 a.m. We're good. We're going to put together a team. I, I, I don't want to put it down onto spaces, but what we'll do is we will have 10, we'll have 10 Cliff Central team members. Cool. And then however many listeners want to get involved. If you want to be part of the beast, uh, all you got to do is head over to beastchallenge.co.za or just tweet me. Tweet me right now, Brent Lindeque, and I will start putting get together with the team with Robbie. Yep, we've got Jason. We're going to get Ben. There's going to be a big team that are going to be doing this beast. The chosen charity that the beast is giving back to is called Claw. Uh, the team behind the beast have been helping them along the way with all sorts of maintenance um, and support, building of kennels, sorting out donations, and all participants and spectators for the beast. They've been asked and encouraged to bring animal stuff with you. So whether that's toys, blankets, food, even other dog kennels, um, Claw need as much help as you can get them. So we're going to be looking after the doggies. Also, they're trying to push the message that it's better to adopt a doggy that, uh, that is in need rather than, you know, go to get your pedigree. Yeah. Okay, so on that, I'm going to issue a challenge to Coach Chris, Chris Shedd, um, John Black, Warren Eva, William Woods. Let's see you sign up, boys. Yeah, we're going to see you sign up. On the actual day, there's loads going on. Awesome entertainment. The whole layout of the day has been designed around spectators and all sorts of festivities. All spectators are welcome at no cover charge. There is safe parking available, a beer food tent, showers for the entrance. And as it is Halloween, all entries 
have been told to dress up. So the Good Stuff team are going to dress up as well. I think I'll organize awesome. shirts or whatever, but we'll do some sort of face painting or masks or we'll do something really, really festive around us. Come I'm scary. excited. That's cool. That's going to be so red. Cool. So we've already got, uh, it now looks like six people uh, that are going to be part of the team. I'm excited. We're going to do this on the 31st of October. All right. Uh, it's nearly time to go. But before we do, hashtag change one thing, change everything. Every week I come up with a concept um, that is all around changing one thing. And this week is the theme. It's do something. Do something. Do something. Rob's has given us a couple of tips. Rob's, if we can go over them again, what can we do right now to create a positive change, whether it's mind, body, or for someone else? I think the trick is think of one small thing you can do right now that's going to make a big change by the end of the day. Whether it is um, making that phone call to the pers- to a personal trainer, whether it is going and buying a pair of running shoes at lunchtime. Maybe it's not just about being active. Teach someone to use a camera if you already know how to do that. Um, find someone who needs something. Uh, the easy way to do that is to ask them and then fix it. Do something tiny and what happens from there on uh, is going to be awesome. 100%. Whether it's painting your nails or building whole schools, uh, tweeting to raise awareness or challenging yourself on an obstacle course, you can easily make your mind up to do something to create positive change in other people's lives. The month of October, there's a couple of things that have been going on. You've got the Go Sober campaign, which can, I mean, we've got 10 days left. Uh, sober yourself up for a good cause. They've got a website. I'll post that at the links online. It's also Breast Cancer Awareness month so if you've been involved or someone in in your family has been affected um it's very simple to put on a pink shirt in support of uh of raising awareness around breast cancer and more so than just being a slacktivist you can get online and donate like the research development needs money in order to to kill cancer is what we're looking for um also halloween stuff like like this obstacle course flip and cool to do on halloween throw a party collect some stuff for charity and give that up to people who are in need um robs i love having you in studio Thanks, buddy. I like being here. Yeah, you always, I mean, you inspire me. Um, quick, quick sticks. The, the next mountain. I need to go climb another one. Wee. So what do we suggest? Um, well, you, what did you love about Kili? I'm, I, this is going to sound absurd, but literally everything. It okay. was, it was a sensation overload of just, of awesomeness. Oh dear. Um, then you've got the travel bug and that is contagious. Mm. Um, so yeah, you can look at Mount Elbrus in Russia. Shazam. That's what they were saying. You almost jumped out of the chair when I That's said That's what they were Albert. saying. When we were on this, um, one of my friends that I met, I, I met her on the, the route, Cheryl. She is just phenomenal. Um, I think she's going to be one of my besties. Uh, she was telling me that we need to go to Russia. Like that's, that's the next one. I think everyone needs to go to Russia. Um, where, where you'll struggle with Russia, Brent, is no one smiles there, but maybe you need to start something. I don't know. I was actually walking through Moscow and the guy I was with said, stop smiling at people. They think you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but if you can get around that, I think Mount Elbrus will give you an absolute, um, what a jaw. Yeah, I'm excited. Love it. I'm going to book that. You're tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central and we spent the whole show chatting about, about a bunch of good stuff. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together. And the only way we'll get through this is together. I'm going to leave you with a bit of a quote that goes with the university thing that we've been talking about and perhaps doing something. The main hope of a nation lies in the proper education of its youth. 
It's important. We need to educate our kids so that we can just create a better economy for ourselves. Uh, that's the good stuff for this week. Don't forget to tune into next week where we'll bring you more good stuff more of the time. If you want to catch up with all of the other shows, just head over to my page, cliffcentral.com. Uh, look for Brent Q. Look for the good stuff. We put up all the content there. The page that we have is rich with content. You're going to find all the good news stories. You're going to find links to everything that we've been speaking about. Plus, we're going to put up a little um, a little group layer of the Beast Challenge and who's going to be in the Good Stuff team so you can see who you can be jolling with. Uh, thanks and only good things. Robs, have a kick-ass week. Peace out, Boy Scout. Terrific Tuesday, yo. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff.